Hello and welcome to Make Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are starting a new franchise as we're first, well, second superhero franchises. Blade is one. We're doing Spider Man, the original three. I guess it's described now. It's the Raimi Spider Man. The Raimi, yeah, the Raimi Spider Man. Websites, am I right? (laughs) They're everywhere. I'm your host. (laughs) Joseph Lessel, I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. Ricky is ready. And with our own MJ, one Keith Sweatland. Damn. Dude. Too, pretty hot though, right? Too far. <laughs> I mean, you nip something here <laughs> eh. stirring that one scene. Eh. Eh. <laughs> You're not a Kirsten Dunst? I fucking I'll love pass. Kirsten Dunst. I'll pass. Oh. Bring it oh. on, Kirsten Dunst. Mm. What? That's odd. I know someone from our generation not being into Kirsten Dunst is weird. Yeah, she was formative. Yeah, eh. Uh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> he's more of a eh. Christine, he's more of a Christina Ricci guy. <laughs> also, nothing but wrong with Christina Wednesday, Ricci. right? Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday right. is the real right? Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> hey, my right, brother. No, I'm, oh, I'm uh, stoked to get into this one. Oh, you're the you're the one. I'm, I'm, I'm curious how I'm no idea how it because I didn't text about this movie while I was watching it. You did not. I I you did not. Um. Yeah. So we're talking about Spider Man. Came out two thousand two, in the month of where are you there? Uh, May third. Hmm. EG thirteen. A runtime of two hours and one minute. Director Sam Raimi. Uh, he directed Evil Dead one, two, and three. He directed the. Spider-Man trilogy that we're about to do, but he did them all in a row. So 2002, 2004, and 2007. So he did all three of those. Other movies that he's done. This is what was an odd one when I came across it on his IMDb. 1999's For the Love of the Game, the Kevin Costner (laughs) baseball movie. Isn't that supposed to be? Like, wasn't that good? I, I don't know. I think that's how you answer all Sam Raimi movies. But yeah, but yeah, he seems seems like a one side of the pendulum or the other kind of guy, right? (laughs) It's one of those things when I saw that he did that, I'm like, wait, what? Um, he also did 2000's The Gift (laughs) and most recently 2022's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, as we've been talking about, this movie does start Kirsten Dunst, Toby McGuire, William Defoe, James Franco, uh, J.K. Simmons. Can we call him William Defoe for the whole podcast? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, uh, Will- Willem. Willem. It's Willem Defoe. Willem. I know, but William. William. No, it's Willem. <laughs> William's not a name. <laughs> I will not disgrace one of the greatest actors of let's just call, our Let's generation. just call him Will. Let's just call him Will. How? We are not close enough with the man we've met him like only a handful of times yeah. he's i think he a... goes by lem he went lem to keep bat mitzvah let me like, that doesn't he mean goes by let me let me let me let me let me let me well yeah one of the great character actors of all time he's 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 he's, he's amazing uh an actor i did not know that was in this movie was that uh joe mag jello god damn it magnanello no magnanello yeah, let's Maginello? go with that one. Maginello? 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 Yeah. 
Man loves D and D. Something yeah. fierce. But again, I did not uh, also remember uh, him being in Elizabeth it. Banks in this movie. Yeah, he yeah. was the secretary. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? She made cocaine bear. Wasn't that one of her early bear or early like her early very it had very to be early one of her roles. like first ones to just well, be playing like a second secretary? Yeah, she probably like <laughs> in a shitty wig. I'll just bring it up now. She auditioned for Mary Jane, but they said she was too old. So Best then they just Kenny. gave her the secretary role. Peter Parker, spot right. on. Spot on. <laughs> Definitely looked like a teenager. Um, but yeah, what do you, uh let's get into uh what did you guys think of this? If do you remember your your first time watching Spider Man? I, I don't remember the first time I saw this movie. It didn't live up to the nostalgia in my brain. But it was still like a very nostalgia filled fest watching it to where I just kind of enjoyed it. It's definitely not what I remember. Kirsten Dunst's Mary Jane is just like at its best, a poorly written female character and at its worst, a misogynistic piece of shit. Um, Toby's fine. He's definitely not found his acting chops at this point to where like there's some very goofy like the scene where he's trying to cry at one point is like hysterical the face he makes but i think he played a fine spider-man i appreciate that the film doesn't take a bunch of time making him spider-man he just kind of gets to be badass spider-man pretty quick which was nice so yeah i overall enjoyed the film mainly because of the main man willem dafoe and how well he did franco can go suck a lemon and yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed myself. It was nice to go back and rewatch this film. So I, I certainly saw it in movie theaters. I don't, I don't have my, uh, what's the, what's the word from the Dan Brown, Tom, like the Michael Langdon, the Langdon series, uh, Adidic memory. I don't have Joe's Adidic memory <laughs> oh, <laughs> about thank movie you. theater experiences. Um, but I certainly saw it in theaters, and I certainly loved it. This time around watching it, I don't maybe I don't know what eyeballs I was watching it with, but I like except for Willem Dafoe's performance, which was a blast. He was just chewing up scenes. He was like the only one that knew what kind of movie he was in. I felt like I had like a miserable I hated it. <laughs> this movie I had a terrible time watching this movie. It was so it felt it like plotted along so slowly and like I'm excited to talk through it because I'll, I'll probably warm up to it because it technically is kind of like it's cheesy fun. And I think that's what Sam Raimi was going for was cheesy fun. It was very comic booky, which it's worked and didn't work. But like gut, gut reaction, like right now, if you ask me what I thought when I watched it, I didn't I, I didn't have fun. Uh, back to Elizabeth. Thanks for a minute. Basically, her kind of big movie role before was before this was uh wet hot american summer she did other things like tv shows and stuff and like low move brow movies but like her big movie was um and wet hot like, american summer i don't feel like that movie actually broke people out i think it's a movie you go back to and go oh this person was in that movie but i don't think if, that was a movie like broke people out into bigger roles it you didn't. Just go back and see it and you go holy shit this movie had a lot of big people in it that seems like a slightly more like when people use the phrase cult classic, that seems to more accurately fit that, like a cult classic. Well, that yeah, is a sure. 
cult classic because if I can name you the whole cast and you'd be like, oh, he's big, he's big, he's mm-hmm. big, you're like so on and so forth. Oh, no, it's undeniably yeah. the cast is huge. Yeah. I just don't think they got big because of that. Like, yeah. that was a jumping no, off no. movie. Yeah. Um, Keith and I, I do know that Keith and I saw this movie in theater, so that's for nice. certain on that one. Um, I'm kind of with Keith on this one, watching it this time around. I, I watching this time around, it reminded me of like how these, the Raimi movies, I'm like, eh, they're okay. Like just beginning with this one, I'm like, yeah, like it kicked off, kicks off the superhero, you know, beginnings. But to me, I was just like, yeah, like Defoe was like the best part of the whole movie. And why I like it so much, though. Yeah, it's because like it kind of like shows how much Marvel fails now with so many movies and that like superhero movies are kind of made to be at their greatest when the villains kick ass. Mm-hmm. And so many Marvel movies suck now because of villains are yeah. unimportant and suck. It, it's those things. And like, this is like in that time frame of movies, actors being Tobey Maguire's 27 for this movie or 24, <laughs> 24, 27 for an 18 year old. Uh, Dunst is eight nineteen, So sure. fills the, time you know i think franco's probably in his mid-20s so it's just like this is that time frame of i'm a 18 year old but really you're really like 30 well and i think it also the movie doesn't do a good job of explaining that a lot of time is passing as the movie goes wasn't it like one year i feel like it was i'm pretty sure it was more than that because like they graduate high school and it feels like they're at least a year or two into college yeah. in the city. Yeah. Like, I feel like we move pretty far into the city life as well, a way of to... explaining how he has like the super fancy suit and is it's already like... so good at fighting crime. And we're seeing him like, I think there's a pretty big passage of time that is not described very well in this film. We hit, <laughs> we hit Thanksgiving and, you know, they graduate high school and then we hit Thanksgiving in this film. So like, you know, I, Half a year goes by, and it's just like, yeah. See, I'd almost no say it was a year and a half for like the amount of like relationship that had been built between MJ and uh Franco's character, and like all that. Like, I feel like it's more than just they graduated and were to that point. I feel yeah. it's a much larger passage of time than they're describing. Man, these people are weirdos. <laughs> so, because yeah. Yeah, why no. is that, Keith? Oh, it's. The, they're supposed to be. These are frankly yeah. like the weird rich kid. They like these people like don't function socially normal <laughs> or whatever yeah. normal is. But like, <laughs> I feel like we should not be the people to judge what normal is. <laughs> I think we should. But let's get into this movie. So Rick, give us the plot to Spider Man. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather on for the reading of the plot to Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Peter Parker is just another ordinary high school nerd until he gets bitten by a radioactive spider on a school field trip that gives him the powers of a spider. Peter's life seems to be changing for the better until his uncle gets killed by a man that Peter could have stopped earlier that night. Emboldened by this mistake, Peter vows to become a protector with his powers looking over New York as its friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But is Spider-Man up to the task of the great evil that is brewing within the city? From a source closer than he may think. 
Will Peter ever grow the balls to tell Mary Jane how he feels? Will any of us ever be ready as Bonesaw? Will we talk about how big a dirtbag James Franco is? Find out all that and more in Spider-Man. Where to begin here? So let me <laughs> let me start with the uh, relationship stuff here. One thing that irritated me about watching this movie, it's like in the beginning of the movie when we're in high school with uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane, it's they've been they've been neighbors since he was six, but she never talks to him. But then you know, at, l- let's just go with the fact that it goes six months in t- in advance in timeline here. All of a sudden, they're the best of friends. And it's just six months. <laughs> I mean, six months is a pretty long time, dude. I don't. I just really it, no. I just don't like the, their relationship. It's just like boom, boom, boom. I'm like mm, this. I, this had it. I I would probably go with Ricky's year also, and a I half. Don't for think it to that be. they were ever like he was just like they were still just acquaintances. I don't think they ever described them as being best of friends. The the way they acted seemed like best friends. It, uh, more when? the fact of in the movie. Yeah, which point do they seem like best of friends? Well, I'm just talking the fact of when they then become the relationship. How she's like, I'm in love with you, and it's like oh, six it, months. Like... They're doing the entitled nerd thing in movies, <laughs> where he's like the super. He's like the awkward nerd who wins. It's it's like a nineteen. It's like a nineteen fifties comic book. So they're doing nineteen fifties shit. Like makes it's very much just that. like the she finally. Well, I mean, he'd also given her like a huge romantic speech after that point. And like, I think she was reflecting on their like relationship through the entire time to then realize what he meant to her type thing. That was, I mean, it was just a very classic. I mean, it kind of like harkens back to the overall problems of the film though. It's that it's very pedestrian writing for the most part. Like Mary Jane is just like the thinnest of romantic there to push the plot line type female characters I've seen in a while, frankly. Like it was disrespectful how unimportant Mary Jane was, besides two to three separate relationships she was in in this movie. Well, I mean, I imagine they were pulling from those like 60s comics, like this. But see, Mary Jane in the comics is like supposed to be very like strong and like. I mean, I feel like maybe in like the newer Spider Man's, I feel like. She was probably just like a waif, like a waif in, in the old ones, where she's like a damsel in distress excuse in the old ones. That's from my guess. My memory of what's been written, Mary Jane was always a very strong character in yeah. the com in the universe. As like, well, she was a strong one in the cartoon. So like, and I assume she probably was in the comics as well. But this one's just damsel in distress the whole time, and like, there's no substance to her. Like, almost all of her lines in the entire film are in some way, shape, or form connected to her relationships like we get nothing about just her as a person besides the fact that she comes from a shitty home life like that's the only bit we get connected to her like as a person which was just yeah. like that is just real poor fucking writing of just like eh, she's a woman to the side that's all that matters yeah Mary Jane first shows up in 1966 in Spider-Man comic books yeah, she's been like an OG. She's been around for a while. Well, I think the OG love interest for Spider-Man is um 
fuck, I can't remember her name, but it's the character that's actually used for British Spider. Well, first British Spider Man. Um, in the Amazing Spider Man, Gwen Stacy. She's the first love interest of Spider Man in the comics, I believe. If I remember correctly, <laughs> and then she dies. Although I'm, ever since I was a kid, I've always been biased against Spider Man because I've always been an X Men person. So I've always had this like grudge against Spider Man. Why they team ta- up like a shit ton? Yeah, but he's so lame compared to Cyclops. <laughs> first of all, no, he's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I care. mean, there's plenty of plenty of mutants you could have gone with where that are Omega much cooler. Red. Omega Red's way cooler. Like pulling Cyclops out, like the dorkiest leader, fucking <laughs> would call the cops on you, mutant out there. That's true. Gambit's dope. <laughs> he ain't no Gambit. Eh, I mean, Spider-Man's by the comics one of the most <laughs> OP characters in the entire Marvel universe. Well, like, yeah, and we're about to find this... out that in two that he can like listen to Nickelback and stop trains. <laughs> no, dude, he listens to Nickelback in one. Nickelback's in this one? Yeah. Oh, no shit. No, Nickelback's in, well, the bigger I, one's in two. I think Nickelback's in two. I think I think Nickelback is in both, is what I mean. <laughs> Good. <Okay. laughs> As he should be. <laughs> um, fun factor. A director that we watched a couple movies from earlier was attached to make one of the, mo- the movies in the early 90s. Um... And it's one of Keith's favorite directors. The Finchman? No. James Cameron. (laughs) Oh, JC. Uh, He was attached, but um, you can blame Batman and Robin. Because once (laughs) Batman and Robin happened, (laughs) then that's when people went, let's not do superhero movies anymore. Did anyone else feel like Raimi was really like, he seems like he loves Schumacher's batman and took a lot of influence for this film though at least the intro to me screamed like schumacher batman and i'm like man this has a lot of batman feel and oh man that soundtrack this was interesting this movie was fascinating sorry i just cut off two people at once there that was awesome that's fine yeah this movie was interesting for me to watch as a like recent like fan of evil dead because like that's what Sam Raimi's kind of famous for. It's like I just watched one and two like within the, within the last like two months of my life for the first time. So I see like, and they're excellent. Those are like two like perfect movies. So like I see what Sam Raimi got big doing and like where his talents lie. And it's interesting that this is what he wanted to do. Because he's like, as far as like shooting a film inside of a small cramped cabin and making you scared and laugh and like grossed out at the same time he's like a master at that so it's interesting watching him take on new york city as a like with a swinging spider-man going through the like the not twin towers (laughs) no that's spider-man 2 where they had to edit out the twin towers i thought that was this one um oh no what is this this one one. um wasn't it supposed to be on like the cover or something yeah there was supposed to be a sequence where he he was between them like which would have been a sick shot they should have kept it yeah and then we could have dealt with the like why didn't spider-man stop (laughs) 9-11 although america's brains melted in like in november of that year so that wouldn't have gone over well 
Uh, in the wake of 9-11, the Sony recalled teaser posters which showed a close-up face <laughs> of Spider-Man with the New York skyline, prominently the uh, World Trade Tower. Oh, uh, that was it? Towers, God yeah, damn. Reflected in his eyes. That's it. <laughs> it was too soon, Keith. Too soon. Um, do you guys want to take some guesses on who was thought for? One Oof. Peter Parker? 2002. 2000. Freddie Christian Prince Slater. Jr. He would have been too old, but they went old. They didn't care. They had eight people in mind, and Rick got the first one right. Hell yeah. Who, who was it? Freddie Prince Jr. would have been like almost oh, 30 yeah, then, he wouldn't been he? Good. Uh, what about um, the serial killer from American Pie? Biggs? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Leo's still younger now. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's two. Dang, Hell yeah, I'm fucking killing Robert. it. Uh, in 1999, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, Freddie Prince would have only been 23. Oh shit, he's still young, Freddie Prince. Good for yeah. him. So, okay, who else was big at the time? So you got Leo, you got Freddie. Is it the dude from um, whatever one of those rom coms, Ten Things I Hate About You, or whatever? He was the main guy but, in Entourage as the actor. But Heath Ledger. That's three. Oh, good job. There's I'm just like there's, thinking there's, young there, heart there's five more names. There's five more names, by the way. Just, I wonder how many I, of them are actually close and how many of them just like some casting oh. person like mentioned in an interview. <laughs> I think I'm out of heartthrobs. I can't think of anyone else. Well, these are not heart heartthrobs. Uh Keith, you were close with Jason Biggs as it was Chris Klein from nice. American Pie. Ew. Uh Wes Bentley, he's in the um, Hunger Games. He's just like he's on uh what's the the I he's in the country, the Kevin Costner Western Yellowstone. He's in Yellowstone lately. Still doesn't know um, me figure out who yeah. the fuck you're talking about. Uh Chris O'Donnell, Jude oh, Law. Fuck, of course. Of course. Hugh McGregor. What a weird career you and McGregor could have had if he'd been Spider-Man as well as Obi-Wan. I'm so happy he wasn't Spider-Man. I have two people who were uh, for uh, Norman Osborn, Green Goblin, but they turned down the roles. Who do you think the two people would be? Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. Val Kilmer. Okay. Keith? Mm, Danny Glover. Uh, I think you uh, say Danny Glover for every role. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Both all, all wrong. Um, <laughs> John Malkovich and Nick Cage. Malkovich oh would have killed God. it. Oh my God, but Nick Cage? I think, I don't know, I think Willem does those scenes better than Nick Cage. Oh yeah, Cage. no, Willem Dafoe he, is... He did 90% of his own stunts. That's pretty well, impressive. What, what, he sat on a string and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was weird seeing a young Willem Dafoe, but still like Willem Dafoe. He looked 74. (laughs) Well, he were, you know, and the thing is, like, he returned for uh, No Way Home, and he's like, if I'm returning, I'm doing like 70% of my stunts. And they're like, you're old. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm fucking Willem Dafoe. You don't tell me. These are the Marvel Studio things in Atlanta where he's just hovering on a string in a giant blue room. Well, no, no, no. Like he did, like in the new one, he did the fight scenes too. Like oh, okay. he, he legit was doing the fight scenes, and 
And he probably did the fight scenes in this movie if it's 90% of his stunts. He just probably just didn't do the big falls. The fight choreography in this film was fucking atrocious. Raimi yeah, no, does not fucking know how to do <laughs> fight choreography. This dude is I, garbage at it. I think this one of the things about this movie that, like, for me, seeing what, like, a Raimi movie is, is go back and watch Doctor Strange, and it's just like, oh, it's just Spider-Man. Like, the uh, close shots that we zoom to the next scene or the next scene, yeah. you know, hovers thought- into the, you know, it's like, well, and oh, he, okay. If you take that backwards and put it into a cabin, like that camera work is great. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's in a small area. Yeah. But when you're walking the streets of New York or something, and then it's like, we're going to, you know. This film also had a lot of weird, very TV cuts to it. Where it's like, yeah, there's commercials. Fade to black. (laughs) I was so, it was very confusing. Keith, since you're watching the Evil Dead, you watch the Evil Dead movies, you got to tell me the trope that you saw in a Sam Raimi movie. The floating, the floating camera. He does that wrong. A lot. Nope. This, what like the ca- the most obvious, the most obvious thing that was in the Evil Dead movies was in this movie. Zombies. Come on, Keith. Want, well, he has a lot. Even has, like, even I knew it. I don't know what is it. Uncle Ben's car. It's the it's the car from the Evil Dead movies. Oh, that's not a trope. That's a car. It, it is a trope. It's in all his movies. That's, that's not, not a trope. That's not what a trope means, though. <laughs> it is to me, but it's in all okay. his movies. Hey, Ron, okay, I have a, a, a trademark. trope is an old, old car. There you go. Okay, trademark you can car. do. Trademark is what it would be. A trope is there more like <laughs> it's like a camera shot or some way he And then another something. one was the dual personalities looking in the mirror like you did in Evil Dead 2. Dude, hey, uh, lore master, I have a piece of uh, Willem Dafoe lore that I hope you have. Can I share it? Go ahead. Have you heard? I don't know. I'm I'm trying. I'm quickly trying to verify the truth of it. But I guess there was. Willem Dafoe once did a nude scene, allegedly where. Oh yeah, Willem Dafoe has a huge dog. His his, his hog was too big, so they had to yeah. like. Yeah, yeah everyone's heard that CG one. or like use a use a stunt hog. Yeah, everyone's like, heard that Willem Dafoe's got a huge dog. Love it. Love that story. <laughs> Props to Willem. Good job, Willem. Dude, that scene though of him talking to himself in a mirror was fucking spectacular. Like that was such a like the way he was able to change his body shape in between the personalities was so cool. Like that was such a cool scene. Yeah. Or the I like the talking to the mask. That scene got me. Oh, dude, and he's like when you see the mask, he's so mean and angry and then you cut back to like Actual Osborne just cowering on the floor. God, those were good scenes. That it's was the... Rami was shining there with the the shot of the mask, making it look like it was talking. I yeah. like that. Green and Goblin the... is fucking spectacular. Like that is Green Goblin. Like it's all going to be almost impossible for the new Spider Man movies to do Green Goblin because of how good. Oh God, I hope they don't Goblin try. In this I don't think they're going to because I think what we did with No Way Home, I think that is the like. That's Goblin. Well, like, that's sp- it. But supposedly, you check the name of his best friend, and that's a Green Goblin. There it is. But that's the um, what they call not Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. So it's, yeah, it's different. Just Osborne and Son. Son. Yeah. Uh, hey, can Bob, we, uh, and I guess then he just has to outshine Franco, which is not hard to do. Go ahead, Keith. <laughs> if you have to Should interrupt I... to say, "Can I make a joke here?" It's already bad. No, it's going to be really good. So Willem Dafoe. How about Hobgoblin? Eh. That's his son, not him. He's the green yeah, guy. So, um, 
No. Yeah, but so that means the kid from the new Spider-Man just has to outshine James Franco, which is not going to be hard to do because Franco fucking sucked in this film. Oh, he he was doing his uh, freaks and geeks acting again. <laughs> it, I, I think it's again that hey, you're what is he? Hey, you're supposed to be a let me see, like a describe like a emo teenager. Yeah, why you are the age? Eh. He was twenty one in ninety nine. That's, that's get funny. the fuck out of here. But anyway, yeah, like, Toby yeah, Maguire. Guess. Although, can we go like Toby Maguire in high school? He looks like a full ass grown man. Like, oh yeah, for sure, man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but see, it's funny because it worked once he was out of high school. Yeah, yeah it was just the scenes in high school. Like, but it, I mean, it wasn't it, just him. I mean, Joe Maganello looked yeah. fucking like yeah, just a douchey mid twenty year old. Like, in <laughs> are you not an school. undercover cop? <laughs> Yeah, Tobey Maguire hey, fellow like, kids. has a job, yeah. like pays yeah. rent and like taxes and like yeah. stresses about his life. Yeah, <laughs> uh. that's such a weird thing to really hook onto because I mean that was just filmed no, from it's... that time period. I mean, fucking nine hundred two one zero is still on the air. I think at this point. And yeah, that was worse. Fucking the, the, mid thirties. Uh, uh, or like Scream, to... one of our favorite ever. Like they all look yeah. funny for seventeen. Well, they look okay. They look better. Like they look more believable than uh toby and joe <laughs> but it's more fun it it doesn't detract any stars it's very funny though yeah yeah it's just uh, like did... it's just a very that time i mean it's like yeah. fucking think of all the rom-coms even a rom-com that makes fun of all those rom-coms with drew barrymore going back to high school to play a high school yeah. which like would have not been believable should... like freddie prince jr he looks like a full-ass adult man in some of his movies <laughs> To be fair, though, yeah. he was young. He just was a sexy man. Yeah, he was just—he's just beautiful. He's still that man. He aged well. That Freddie Prince Jr. He is still a very strapping man. Uh, did you guys catch the things they did with Defoe when he was both um, Goblin and when he was this uh, Osborne? Do you mean like how he was changing his body type or? Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you catch it? Yeah. But like when he was at dinner or something? Or like... No, 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 no. His Just teeth. like when he's talking to him. His teeth. When oh, he, when, teeth. when his, when he's normal. Osborne, he has prosthetic teeth on. And then when he's, <laughs> when he's the hobgoblin, it's his real teeth because they're a little more deformed. So that's you... a cool detail that I did yeah. not notice. And like a very subtle thing. Nice. That's kind of cool to put in there. Yeah, so if you look at that, watch it again, and down the line, you see like, oh, his teeth's messed up when he's losing his mind, but when he's sane, he's normal teeth, you know, perfect teeth. But I feel like we really jumped over the fact that like Franco sucked in this movie. Okay with Franco. Well, he wasn't like he was important, but he was like not that important. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, he was just there. I'm also confused as to why Peter would keep hanging out with someone who's such a terrible fucking friend. Like he never does anything to be a good friend to Peter Parker. I I, I think it's one of those things that you know, for me seeing that it's just like the old '90s movies of the one nerd that gets the one rich friend who like why are you friends with him? Just um like that's so it. Kinda, and I think this go off the. He was in the chess club. He had good friends in the chess oh, club. Oh yeah. Well, and like, I don't know, maybe that was, I'm trying to put words to it. One of the things that bugged me in the movie was like focusing on like Franco, not like sort of feeling like shit with his dad. Like that's not a great relationship, clearly. Balancing that with Peter Parker's home life. 
and like mm-hmm. all those two like they didn't mix it was like it's like putting orange juice in your cereal for me it's like those two stories don't go well well and like then you also had like the weird part of like where norman osborne wanted peter to be his real son because he was smart and like they tickled the idea but never really dove into it as like they had so much stuff to like put a like this wall between peter and what the fuck is his son's name harry harry, harry. osborne <laughs> An adult like, ass name. <laughs> they but they didn't really like dive into it well enough to help like establish the like fractures that are supposed to be there between Parker and Harry. The movie it, sh- it should have focused more on one of them, like one of the stories. Because like, the move what the movie focuses on is like yeah the everybody's relationship in the movie is interwining in some fashion of the fact of you have Peter going after MJ but he won't do it so. Harry goes after her, and then that r- causes the rift in that three people. And then you have, <laughs> you know, uh, Osborne. It didn't even cause a rift. Parker was just like a fucking cuck about the whole situation. Yeah. Then you have Osborne going after, you know, Peter, and Harry's in the background. I'm like, oh, I wish that was me, Dad. You know, I wish that was me. It was yeah. It was sort of clunky having the theme of like the broken households or the, like with yeah. cause met with Mary, and then Peter's household broken but not by choice or not broken but yeah. altered, shattered. Yeah. yeah, and then like the whole thing where like Harry's just constantly trying to impress his dad and like brings him to Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, where like the dad then fucking Norman just completely dresses down Mary Jane, calling her like a fucking gold digging whore. It's just like, God damn it, Dad, you're right. She is a gold digging whore. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude, you flipped 180 so quick there. I forgot the upside down kiss was in this movie, also. Dude. Because of relationships. I don't care what Joe says. That scene was still hot. Oh man. I'm man. okay. One of my my one of my famous complaints on this show is how Marvel has been desexed. Like over the last fifteen years, and like this movie had it had the sex in it, which was dude. Those at, just at least the tension, rock hard nipples, upside down yeah. kissing, fucking still hot. Because like hell. in speaking of like whatever comic, whatever most of it was sort of objectifying, but like comic books, there was a lot of sex in the comic books. Oh, there's <laughs> so a like, shit ton of sex in comic books. So like to have three pumps in the movie that I'm not allowed to say anymore. <laughs> Well, or like DC telling the uh, Harley Quinn show that they can't show Batman going down on Catwoman. Like, fucking. Oh, that's fun. That's funny. Catwoman and Batman fuck all the time. Why are you mad about Batman going down on Catwoman? Hey. Like, they are constantly fucking in the comics. You think Ben Affleck's not eating that? No, dude. Ben, Aff- ben Affleck fucking eats it for morning, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> and or he's twice rich, on Sunday. <laughs> To be fair, though, like sometimes Ben Affleck passes out because he's drunk while he's doing it. But I mean, he's keep hey, not it anymore. Isn't, isn't he recovering? <laughs> oh, he's a sober Affleck. That probably explains that new movie that's coming out with like looks all fucking weird. Oh, I want to watch it. The Robert Rodriguez one. It looks dope. Dude, but Air, Air fucking slapped. I know. Air, I, I, I got to watch Air. I'm excited for Air. I appreciate. I mean, there's one line in it where they're like, oh, and Phil Knight donated two billion dollars. I'm like, fuck off. 
but they made Phil Knight look like such a fucking goober, and I appreciate. Good. That. Okay, that's what I was worried about. Thanks for clearing that up. I was no, so. They terrified. make Phil Knight look like such a fucking weird ass goober in this film, and it's good because he's not. Yeah, he's not a. He's not a great man. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. If you, hey, if Phil Knight, if you want to sponsor fake movie experts, if you want to make the fake movie experts one fucking shoe, we will sell out in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, actually, all of his philanthropy like is pretty impressive. I mean, he's donated a lot of money. Yeah. He does a lot of good things. Yeah. I also agree that maybe the Oregon legislature is too <laughs> left-wing. So, like... Will I drink Coke anymore? Nope. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you guys think that was enough? Do you think we're going to get that money now? Do you, do you think we should keep Bill, please! <laughs> I'm desperate. <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> Bill, the fucking cost the cost of living is so high now, Phil. Yeah, have you seen these? You seen the price of a costa half gallon of milk? Yeesh. Eggs are like a hundred dollars now, Phil. Come on. Yeah, at least. Joe is not up for our antics today, and it's very disappointing. Uh, what? What are we talking like, about? All of Spider Man. All of my stars are coming from William, and I'm trying to like. No, that's 100% what they should be coming from. The, yeah. the Raimi Spider-Mans are built on their villains, which again decides why 3 is such a fucking train wreck when you have Eric Foreman as Venom. Venom. Yeah. But Raimi also does the weird thing that also like some of the bad Batman movies do where they try to stuff too much into them. Like, too many villains. Doc Ock was supposed to be in this movie, but um, they wrote him out. Uh, <laughs> Raimi felt that Green Goblin... And the surrogate father-son theme between Norman and Peter would be more interesting, thus dropping Doc Ock from this film. So he got his own film in the next one, and it fucking slapped. I'm excited to get to two. Like, two is two is supposed to be the much better one. I'm excited I'm, to do well, two, and then I'm excited to just fucking rail against three. I'm. I get to y'all get to all all, all the all the experts out there get to witness history because I'm going to be doing a live reaction. Someone three. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. I want to be there when you watch it to like <laughs> see your reaction to it. Just live text the fake movie expert group and like let us know how you're yeah. living in that moment. I'm gonna pre I'm gonna pre pre glaze at five out of five. <laughs> as you should, as you no, should. No, Keith, take it straight to the Tokyo Dome. Give us our first six out of five. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're gonna have to watch a hell of a movie to do a really? six. <laughs> I don't know if my uh, calculators will do that. I don't know. They can make boob. They can make a six. <laughs> yeah, eight thousand and eight plus five. <laughs> There's always like those kids that knew like the weird like story to get to boob less. That was just always so impressive to me. Dude, that one's easy. It's just yeah, uh, it's five, five, eight. three, seven. No, no, no. But they had like a whole story they would tell while doing. Oh, that's nice. It's like the thing with the, the the church in the steeple with your fingers and the poop in the diaper punchline. Yeah. yeah, that was classic. Um, some of the things we're getting into, have... we're getting into finger jokes here. Yeah, <laughs> your 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 favorite. Uh, some of the things I didn't like about the movie. Uh, um, the, the <laughs> scene, like mostly more scenes. It's like the scene of Aunt May saying her prayer, and then the Green Goblin like blows up her house. He's like. Finish it! Finish it! And it's like you oh, didn't like God. that scene. No, oh, God, that, it was so fucking funny. That and when Green Goblin like 
knocks out Spider-Man and is like, you could really kill you. He could kill you right now. And he's like, nah, bro, be Team Goblin. And it's like, you could have killed Spider-Man. Like, the movie would have been done, like, in an hour. <laughs> I mean, then you're just bitching about every comic book movie ever made, though. Well, and the like, one... You know what cracked me up is when uh, Green Goblin tells Spider-Man not to tell Harry that he's Green Goblin. That would have like solved so many problems. <laughs> the like, classic, Yo, your like, dad just was, like, be honest really about something, dude. <laughs> your dad fucking went off the deep end, yeah. murdered a fucking high-ranking general, killed like a decorated fighter pilot who was just testing out a suit. And then I'm stealing an observation from my lovely partner Sammy but she might have stolen the observation from somewhere else. But it's kind of funny that like this 18-year-old's aunt and uncle are like 70. Yeah, it is weird. How, <laughs> but I think, no, they, they the, said the, 63, 68. They're in their 60s. Yeah. It's something but, I mean, that's the, not that crazy. They could be the, like, it's the oldest yeah, like sister. The, old, the oldest, yeah. And no, it tracks. It's just like, it's not necessary. <laughs> I mean, that's also it? just like how it's, the comics were. It's life. Yeah. Where is it? Like the actor that played Uncle Ben was like, he was really like an age. I guess if I can find it. But <laughs> they was, made him. He was an but, age. No, but no, like he was already like 70 something. <laughs> and then they made him like look older. It was also very funny for this 2002 movie. Talking about like, oh, computers need analysts now. Like just hearing him talking about needing a job and how everything was computer based. I'm like, oh, Uncle Ben, you're not going to get there, but you would not have done well in the future. <laughs> you're going to die in about a week. <laughs> so uh... as the as the Sony correspondent, I believe for the podcast, I don't think any of y'all have played Spider-Man, the video game. Nope. As uh, I played here and there, but that's about it. As far Dude, as what? like Spider-Man stories go, that's like the best Spider-Man plot that could be. He's like, uh, I think he's 20 in that. So like, he has like an established life or no, he's like 20. No, he's older. He's like 25. So like, there's, it's the story of Peter Parker, like struggling to pay rent. And I like that Peter Parker a lot. You didn't like this Peter Parker who was just mooching off of his rich friend in an apartment that would have been thousands of dollars. Yeah. Cause there's, it's a, there's fun plot lines. Yeah. you like, you like default on your rent. It's like for the first mission in that game. That's part of why I'm excited for the like, I mean, we're going to the new stuff now, but like I'm excited for the new Spider-Man because we're out of high school now and like he's not famous anymore. Like he's just (laughs) he's ambiguous, like the way Spider-Man's supposed to be. So like I'm actually interested for the new movies and see how they play off that now. Are they making more? Is there more Spider-Mans? Oh, at least of course there's going to be more Spider-Mans. At least at least one more at the moment. Within... You know, there's there's going to be more, but they were like... Sony like and Disney one. will have a dick lane contest again. Once again, Disney will win because Disney's cock is massive in the entertainment industry. <laughs> is it going to we'll be within more... five years? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, why wouldn't they? They're like one of the most... I mean, technically at this point in the storyline, like Spider-Man should be becoming one of the most like... Not strongest Avengers is not the word I'm looking for, but he's supposed to become like the leader of the Avengers at this it's point, like, like in the storylines. They're making like Craven. Like they need superheroes in the future <laughs> like, for the movies. 
I mean, at some point when we're fucking probably in our fifties, but Doom is out there to be coming. That'll be fun. Yeah, they they need it. <laughs> we'll get into Marvel a little bit. Phase the Phase Four needs a big bad. <laughs> I mean, at least they finally got that kick in the ass. I mean, I'd only recently saw Ant Man. I didn't hate it. It gets way more hate than it deserves. It's definitely not a Thor or Doctor Strange bad movie. But man, they really needed the kick in the ass that the new Guardians of the Galaxy brought. Um, yes, I agree 100%. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, who uh, is one bone saw, hurt his neck. If you, it's Aww. the shot they did of him getting kicked into the fence, into the cage, and then he falls on his head. That's the <laughs> shot they took, but he really did hurt his neck. <laughs> yeah, poor Macho Man. Was he in Impact at this point? He's an Impact, right? He, he uh, Impact was a one night thing. That was it. Nothing. Oh, was um, he retired at this point? Longer. He was. He he was retired at this time. But he come. He goes to another wrestling company years from now, and just a does a run in, and that's about it. But he's done. That. He's retired. Um, he's living off that Slim Jim money. Snap yes. into a Slim Jim. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He. Was living off uh, that's Slim Jim money. <laughs> no, it was I mean, good dude, Slim Jim was, money. No, he was making a lot of money off Slim Jim. Slim Jim he made more money with Slim Jim than he did wrestling. Dude, wrestling. Well, it wasn't more than like what two million a year, maybe. It was probably more than that for that for for what it was. I mean, think about what Flow makes now, Keith. And like, yeah, if you make true. banger commercials that sell your product, and Macho Man sold Slim Jims, like they were synonymous with one another. Yeah. Because then they tried to, like, I think it was Edge. Wasn't that who it was, Joe, that got transitioned into the new Slim Jim person and then Slim Jim's disappeared? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, dude, everyone used to snap. I mean, everyone knows the catchphrase in our, as a millennial of snap into a Slim Jim. It's not the best pepperoni. No, but it had Macho Man fucking Randy no, Savage. No, it's got, so the, it's, it's got that it. brand name, but as far as, like, pepperoni products, nah. But you were going to snap into it because otherwise Macho Man Randy Savage was going to drop the sweet elbow on you. Yeah. Right here, he can break your ribs. I, I saw it happen. So, um, what else? Uh, other Raimi stuff with uh, Bruce Campbell in the movie and Lucy Lawless in the movie. Lucy Lawless was in the movie. Yeah, she was the uh, punk rocker who's like, when they did the montage of New Yorkers talking about Spider Man and she's. Eight legs, oh, huh? Yeah. That's kind of totally cool. missed that. Nice. That's I, a good one. I'm a big Lucy Lawless guy. I did like that scene though of like what did Parker call himself first? The human spider. The human spider. Like really? Human spider. That's fucking dumb. Spider Man. Yeah, that was, that was a good. The scene. amazing nice Spider Man. Like that. So that's kind of funny and cool. Um, so uh, Stanley did have a cameo. If you guys. Catch he was pretty, in the pretty quick. The, the building was getting exploded. He was like, "Get down!" He had oh, wow. another one, but they Didn't deleted it. it. Yeah, it's just him. Like he was supposed to do like a hey That's kid line, <laughs> but when Macy Gray was rocking the the oh, festival, my God. And, oh, that's right. Uh, Can we talk about Macy? Gray? That was such an early two thousands fucking spot to be in this movie. I'm like Macy fucking Gray. Well, dude, but, I tried to say goodbye and I choke. Is our classic one hit wonder? That's it's her one hit wonder, but. But she, he's in it as he like as the uh, building's being nuked. He uh, Stanley grabs a like a little girl, and then like that's like I, it was a quick cut scene. This film was so weird 
in that like there are moments where the CG looks better than stuff today. And then there are moments like when he killed the board that just looked like fucking cheesy straight out of sci-fi channel CG. Yeah. It's very strange how back and forth the CG could be in this film. Yeah, for the most part, I didn't I didn't much like the look of the movie. <laughs> like just like the general I don't know, like the the light uh, the, I don't have the words for it because I'm not a cinematographer, but <laughs> the the lighting and shooting didn't do it for me. Yeah. And also it's... it like on a per um, what what streaming was it on? Disney? It's not Disney. Disney. No, it's on Disney. Whatever the upper the four King of it didn't look great. It didn't. Well, I mean, because this is we're getting into that time frame where films yeah. are shot digitally, not on actual film, so they don't up res well because they're also, stuck at a certain resolution by it being on digital film. And also, maybe I'm crazy, but like the Disney version, it was full. It wasn't like the ratio seemed off to me. I think like, you're making stuff up because you hate it, streaming. No, it felt I don't know. It, it felt wrong. Because it was full screen. It, I felt like there, what, there was no bars. What, my assumption is that you... Mine had I didn't bars. hit the wrong button. I promise you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't have bars. Mine was full screen. But it's just, again, it's it's a 2002 movie with them trying to make it uprise and just didn't, doesn't look that well. It's like what they do to The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, my guess. It's stuff that was shot in that time period was shot on digital cameras. Yeah. So they don't, it doesn't upright. It doesn't, that's why like you can get films from the 30s that up-res beautifully into 4K because it was shot on 60 millimeter. But everything that got shot on the digital cameras in the 2000s era fucking looks like dog shit. Um, Eventually, yeah. when we get the 8K and 16K cameras of the future, everything that we're watching now shot on 4K cameras will look like dog shit. That's going to be funny. I mean, yeah. you can buy an 8K TV right now for like 10 grand. I don't know why I, you would. There's not one bit of fucking like media you can ingest in 8K, but what was it? LG was selling an 85 inch 8K for I think it was like eighteen thousand dollars or something. I think yeah, when they first came out, they were they were over like twenty five or something. It's just like to say, but they still are. Been, it's like to say you have that style of TV because there's no media to ingest. I mean, even now there's very little 4K media to ingest. Like for live television, you can catch some sporting events in 4K. Yep. And most stuff you watch over streaming is not true 4K. Like to get true 4K, you have to watch a physical media. Yeah. You don't get true 4K over streaming. Yeah. Um, I think and also I think it's just the way the movie's filmed too, Keith. That doesn't make it look good. It's like the scenes of like, you know, Peter Part by uh Tony McGuire ripping the mask or taking the mask off or putting it on with like New York being behind him, but like three layers of something behind him, <laughs> you know, like the comic book way. You know, it's yeah. just like, that does, doesn't look right. I did like the swinging through New York scenes, though. Like, they looked hokey at times. But, like, it's just always classic to watch Spider-Man swinging through New York. Yeah. The vi- My- I like the vibes. The vibes were there. Like, of him what swinging. A- like- the, the scene of him practicing how to, you know, shoot his webs. And he's like, Shazam! And they're in the ha- hand sick. That was all improvised. That's just all him. Like, they're like, all right, hey. Stay and do whatever you want, like Alakazam. No, that's actually uh, kind of impressive because that scene was funny. I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, it was like the one good bit showing him like learning how to be Spider Man. Even though, again, I enjoyed the fact that we didn't have to spend like three quarters of the movie him figuring out how to be Spider Man. Yeah, it's just like he's Spider Man. 
fucking deal with it. We all know the story. I've been even this, even the amount they did was annoying to me though. I feel like I've been conditioned over the last fifteen years to just like strongly dislike origin stories. Hey Keith, <laughs> that's real dumb to look at this movie that way though, because this is like an OG. Like this was the original. I know that's, that's story. what I'm saying. That's why I'm like I'm I'm acknowledging my own like weirdness with it, but like. Also, you need to get over your hate of origin stories. Like, that's just movies. What do you want? But comic book movies don't like. We all know where Superman comes from. Well, I think think, those origin stories are stupid. But there's plenty of like, Ant Man needs an origin story. No one knows who the fuck Ant Man is. I think I think it's like like a origin stories are those things of for Spider Man. We've had three different franchise, three attempts at Spider Man. (laughs) Batman. We've had. You name it, Superman, you name it. You know, we've had, you know, we've had for Batman, Michael Keaton, and then it's um, Bale. We've had three, but we've had like nine it's movies. It's about to be four? In a way, yeah, four. Like, we're yep. at four. Are we no, we're at four. I take back, we're, we're at four. <laughs> yeah, we're at four. Keaton. Well, I guess technically, like, that was still the same universe. So I guess yeah, there's one. The, the original and... four is just the same universe. So we're so, at four, and yes. there's going to be five with whoever takes over after the Batfleck. Hey, Joe, yeah. the only true origin. Yes, BBSD, uh, BBSDOJ. <laughs> no, the but, origin. Or, yeah. Yeah. I got my Wolverine! Come get some. <laughs> but no, like, one of the but there's only one good origin movie. <laughs> yeah, there's one good origin. Um, no, there's not, because no. that movie also sucks dick. Um, uh, no. Uh, but no, let's look at, like, yeah, five stars. Um, but yeah, we've had five. We're gonna have five Batman. We're gonna have. We've had three Spider Man. We've had one, two, like three to four Supermans. You know, it's just like I get the origin. Depends but like on some, if you're counting movies and TV or just. I'm movies. counting TV, but like if you count TV with Superman, there's like seven now. But some things need an origin story, and some don't. And you know, get over it, Keith. Uh, I'm, happy, it, it, I'm happy to acknowledge it's me that's fucked up. It's not. It's, it's not doing the stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a thing that they try to do in. Uh, so the film's climax is based on the infamous Amazing Spider-Man uh, comic ep- uh, number one twenty-one. The night Gwen Stacy died in the comic, Gr- uh, the Goblin captures Stacy and suspends her over a bridge, but Spider-Man attempts to save her but fails. So they just kind of do the same way here with Mary Jane being held over a bridge with the bus on the other side. So it's like the pick one, choose one type thing. <laughs> Okay, because it also felt to me like rip off of fucking Batman, as it just reminded me of like the love yeah. interest in Robin Batman Forever. Suspended. I'm like, you let like, take the love interest or the boy Wonder, and then he just saves them both, and it's like fucking superheroes always just don't listen to the bad guys. You're only allowed to save one. It's it's that cheesiness of being a 2002 movie of like he saves them, and then like Green Goblin's gonna like basically wreck him, and then the New Yorker's like, hey man. You mess with one New oh, York, I love that you mess with everyone. <laughs> oh, like, dude, when, when they were doing the fucking like cut through of like people talking about Spider Man, who was that comedian who was like, uh, Spider Man? Fuck that yeah, guy. I know what you're talking about. Who, There's the he was like he used to be on like running I that love circle that. with like Norm Macdonald and all them. Was it Colin he, Quinn? No, 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 it wasn't no. Colin Quinn, but he ran in the crew with them. Man, by the way, the New Yorker is like, hey, I'm standing on a bridge here. <laughs> Where were they funny. getting all that? Like, why is there just a bunch of like pipes and shit laying around for them to throw at Green Goblin? 
<laughs> and why didn't Green Goblin just waste all those fools? Like, yeah, hey, yeah picking up pipes here. <laughs> yeah, like, like, honestly, who throws a shoe? And like, why would <laughs> you throw your shoe? Where did all those people come from? There wasn't that amount of people in those cars. Where? Why, why were they all in clown cars? That was like that was like fifth wall breaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't find him, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um. J.K. Simmons killed it as uh, oh yeah we J.J. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, that's as... why he's still in the new Spider. That's why he's, he's been... in the new one. Wasn't he also in the Amazing Spider-Man? Hasn't no. he been in all? Has he not been in all of them? J. Uh, J.J. No, he was not. J.J. Uh, Jonathan was not. Jameson was not in the uh, Amazing mm. Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean J.K. is such like no, literally no one can ever play that character again. Like he is synonymous with that character. Yeah, there's. 1,000 memes are in this movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm some type of scientist myself. You know? Oh, that one. Well, yep, that one. That one. My, fa- my favorite one is when, it's when Spider-Man is, is, a, is a meme and it's a photo of him with right, shooting his web in New York. And everyone's like, who is he shooting his web? Like, what's he hitting for his web to attach? And someone's like, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But it's just like it's just him flying in midair, but there's no one around him. Like, where's that web going to? Um, what else do we have? Uh, yeah, trade centers were all were awesome in the movie, but didn't. Um, what I appreciated about this film, though, how it made New York cops look like douchebags. <laughs> where the it's, cops it's were like, better. "Hey, you just saved a baby from a burning building. I'm going to arrest you." Oh, there's a woman screaming in that building? Better go fucking save her, Spider-Man. I'm too much of a pussy to go do it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, 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 that was something they did better than the video game. <laughs> did you did you guys catch the uh thing at the what how they were dressed at the Thanksgiving meal? Like nicely? Color schemes. No. No. Uh Norman was Spider-Man colors. Blue suit, oh, red and then tie. Spider-Man was green. Purple tie. Yeah. All right. Fuck you, Raimi. That's fucking stupid. Fuck you, Raimi. Uh, Toby McGuire said he never read the script, to, uh, any read any Spider-Man, but just took the role because he liked the script. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dude, that's the whole problem with comics, though. It's like, if you, like, they're impossible to get into now because they're so convoluted. And we are kind of starting to get there with the movies. Like, if you haven't gotten into the MCU at this point, like, it's daunting to try to get into the MCU. You got 33 movies to get into. I will shows. never watch the Marvels, but that's the new. I'm going to watch the new Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> so you're yeah. going to watch the Marvels? I'm or confused. no, whatever the, the Marvel TV the show. Marvels. Oh, you want? It was good. It was fine. But it's an origin Mar- story, so yeah, you'd be yeah. all it's an origin. Yeah, about. you wouldn't like it. Yeah. Isn't, it a, isn't it a kid show? No. That one? No. It just has teenagers in it. Okay. That are like actually around that age instead of what we got in this movie. Now, don't get me wrong. I still haven't fucking finished She Hulk, but like. The first two episodes were whack. <laughs> yeah, that's about where I'm at. <laughs> still not as whack as that fucking. Uh, Archer, what the fuck is his name? Hawkeye. Oh man, Hawkeye! That fucking that show Hawkeye show. That show fucking sucked dick. What is it? I don't know. Some people is really good. I'm like, you're crazy. So 
The only good part about it was when the new female I bet like IGN likes that show. (laughs) The only good parts was the part where the new Black Widow was in it because she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. And hey, Joe, I'm sure you've heard the news. Our man Seth Rollins is going to be in the new Captain America movie. So I have. Um, one of the one of the. How did you guys feel of? So it seemed like Harry and MJ broke up, and I mean, he called her fucking cold digging whore. Wouldn't you break up with that person? Touche. But how to get back at him i got it i'll make out with his best friend at his father's funeral and like proclaim my love to him at the funeral oh yeah that is pretty fucked i didn't think about that like really we're doing this at the funeral and then he's like nah we good and then he why did she away. go to that funeral right like because they were broken just... up and harry yep. osborn or and fucking norman osborn called her a gold digging whore why would yep. she go to that funeral And, th- and that then is strange. And then make out Peter and like I love you. And it's just like I mean to be fair though, she kind of like deserves to get back at him for calling him a gold digging whore. So going to fuck up his funeral, it's a pretty fucking badass play. Keith, get yes. off your phone. I'm breathing. I'm prepping. Okay. You Both can do prep. that before the show. <laughs> I'm doing work. Have- I'm working here. <laughs> Hey, I'm, stand, I'm standing on a bridge on my phone. <laughs> you have all day, but you know. I'm working I'm, I'm here. Working here. Yeah, but... Fucking Spider-Man. He just hey, shows up the, and he knocks I'm down doing, the building. I'm, I'm doing solidarity with the writers union here. <laughs> I thought we were scabs though. Weren't we working on like the newest fucking Jimmy Fallon sh- skits? Oh who Did, is, isn't one of those late night hosts being shitty? About it was this. Fallon. I'm sure. It was Fallon. Yeah. In the oh, beginning, he, Fallon, he Fallon. like laid, like laid him off. <laughs> but, well, yeah, they told that their cast the, that if we're not going to be filming, then everyone's on unpaid leave. Uh, Bas- but basically, it became like unpaid leave, and then the the lead, like one of the main writers for the Fallon show, came out was like, "Hey, he said he's all solidarity, but he hasn't done anything for us since then." And then when they said we were going to get laid off, he did nothing about it. But then like. Literally the next day, they're like, Jimmy Fallon's paying for two weeks for all the writers for two weeks after well, suddenly and... his PR team's like, Oh fuck, we gotta spin this. Well, yeah. and it's so cheap just to pay their wages and they would look so good. <laughs> Keith, we're talking about the network that also made Trump an okay signal during the la- during his first election with Jimmy Fallon. So, you know, fuck Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Fallon rubbed his hair. They let him host they let him host SNL. <laughs> so fuck NBC. This movie was nominated for two Oscars. I'm assuming for writing CG and I hope it's not for CG. <laughs> Dude, it's Keith. You're really not establishing the fact it's 2000 fucking two. I feel like things looked Lord of the Rings looked better. That was 2001. Uh, didn't have best, a lot of CG though. Best sound and best visual effects. Huh? All right. Fucking suck my dick, Keith. Suck my dick. You're lucky we're on teams right now. <laughs> I'm sucking dick over here. Hey. Wait a wait a <laughs> minute. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. The Chad Kroger hero movie is from this one. I thought it was from two. What? No, you guys are crazy. It's from I'm this looking, one. I, I'm getting I, well, yes, I know. That's what I'm I telling you though. I, I 
Yeah, but I know. I know it's from Joe, this one. Joe, I think we're getting Bernstein Baird here. I think like, we really are. Because yes. I thought it was from two. The song literally is what starts as soon as the credits roll in the film. I stopped it. Dude, yeah, I, I stopped it the second right. Like Once he went, you know who I am, Spider-Man. I'm like, you know what I'm doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's, this is Change from this one. Bull malarkey. No, there's an no, even bigger song for Spider-Man 2. I gotta hang on. Not Danny Elfman crowning knowledge on Daredevil X2. X-Men. X-Men Last Stand goes before this movie. Get out of here. No. no. Okay. Oh, I, uh, Guys, brace I'm, yourselves. X-Men 3 is better than this. No, it's not. What, Keith? <laughs> X-Men Excuse 3. Me? A baking Greater powder? than Spider-Man 1. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not being uh, You're talking about one of the, is the word. You're talking about one of the worst comic book movies ever. Only outdone <laughs> by two other X-Men movies and Spider-Man 3. I don't know. Dark Phoenix is pretty good. Fuck you. I will fucking reach <laughs> yeah, on your yeah, screen and yeah. strangle you. Get the hell know. out of I don't know if Joe what? and I were ever angrier sitting in a room watching a movie than when we watched Dark Phoenix. No, the only yeah. legit, the only X-Men movies I like are the ones that are made by pedophiles. That's unfortunate. Well, that makes you a one, so it's fine. But <laughs> my, I, I Bernstein bared here because I honestly thought Hero was part of uh, two. No, it's one. It's How one. can that be? Hero. Yeah, two. the Chad Kroger. No, it's With one. Saliva? I'm looking. Yeah. yeah, that's one. I'm literally looking at the soundtrack for Spider Man. Yes, and it's, that's on it. Can I change my pick now to a different movie series? <laughs> Why? You, you, you sir, have been mistaken. <laughs> we got Bernstein. We got Bernstein pretty hard. Keith, what does uh one uh but Ebert dude, say about this? What's up, bro? So Ebert, just real, the e- soundtrack for Spider-Man Two is fucking our high school years just screaming at us. There's a song we'll by get to, Dashboard. We'll get to in two. We'll get it. But there's two. Dashboard Confessionals. Who okay, say? that's good. But that's two. card. We're on one, and that's just Chad Kroger and Saliva, dude. Yeah, that what, makes it awesome. What's the Saliva guy's name? Saliva. Saliva guy. <laughs> Spit Spitterson. <laughs> No, um, so Roger Ebert, I think, was like band. Go ahead, Keith. I'm just looking think, up his name. I think Roger Ebert was like, uh, like zooted off some Zans and like liquored up when he wrote this review because he gets pretty spicy in it. Was he zooted right? He gave it two and a half out of four stars. Throw back a bottle of beer, and he um proceeds to call Peter Parker at one point. Using uh, Roger Ebert's quotes, this isn't me saying it, socially retarded. Jesus. And um, at the last paragraph, check, check, check this one out. I have one question about the Peter Parker character. Does the movie go too far with this extreme social paralysis? Peter tells Mary, Peter tells Mary Jane he just wants to be friends. Also, I do, I do respect that he just threw us straight up through the spoiler in, in the review. I like that. Peter tells Mary Jane he just wants to be friends. Only a friend, she repeats. That's all I have to give, he says. How so? Impotent? Spidey sense of skewed to sexual instincts? Afraid his hands will get stuck? <laughs> so he's like... That's a pretty like, 
I mean, no offense, but that's a pretty fucking stupid take because the entire movie is establishing the fact that he has to keep everyone at an arm's length because otherwise they'll be like targets to get. Well, killed. no, his whole that's why I think he was I think he was like being drunk and silly or something when he wrote this review because it's, it's it's all in a weird tone. But yeah, like that's such a weird like. There's plenty of takes to have, but that's a pretty stupid way to view it because like they established pretty well that he's doing it because he does he feels as though oh. he can't get close to anyone because they'll be attacked <laughs> like Mary Jane. And his aunt were in this film. Well, I finished the prayer throughout this podcast. I've read enough Ebert to pick up his humor, and some of it's really weird. And this is this is him telling a joke. Like that's not. I don't think he's like he's not literally criticizing it because of like that weird moment. But it's just an odd, 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 odd joke. <laughs> uh, by the way, saliva lead singer at the time was Josie Scott. Yep, thanks. That, that's um, it. That's right. However, he was he left the band in 2011, so the band is still going with three groups. There's three guys. So, Saliva's still kicking it, rocking and kicking it, you know? I mean, why wouldn't they be? They're Saliva. Saliva's awesome. Prayers click, up. click, boom. I mean, fucking, I saw Journey recently, and they still have that dope-ass lead singer from the Philippines who brings a lot of energy and is very good. How did he get that role? I was like... America's Got Talent, but the Philippines version? Nice. Nope, just a karaoke. Just someone like videotaped him karaokeing, and then they're like, my God, he's good. So they brought he him on. Pretty fucking good. He fucking yep. Journey That's puts cool. on a pretty fucking good show. I will give it to him even in 2023. <laughs> Journey Hell fucking yeah. rocks. All right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Where, where, where'd you see Journey? It was at the arena here in town. Oh, tight. Okay, cool. They like sold out the arena here in town. Nice. Interesting crowd scene coming in that building. Yeah, huh? I'm sure. <laughs> uh, budget for this movie. Want to take a guess? I don't know unless you know. I saw 100. it, but I don't remember now. It's like okay. 125. He said 100. 100. One, 139. It's a Good pretty number. like. That's a pretty big investment by Sony in this film. Like that's a pretty big budget in 2002. I think yep. it, I'm going to guess that it paid off quite well. Uh gross domestically got 407 million. Internationally I what that equates to now. Like that's a huge fucking number, mm-hmm. but that's 02. Yeah. Internationally got 418 million, so worldwide it got Jeez. 825 million dollars. So Let's go to the box office for May 3rd through the 5th of 2002. Let's see how many movies we know. So that would have equated to $675 million today. Dang. Just domestically. Oh. 2002. So coming Bad in. Vibes. T- That's my guess. Bad vibes. I mean, this is your entire take is that movies suck after 9-11. So. Well, yeah. Coming in at number 10, and it's sixth week with $2 million. Panic Room. Oh, that movie rocks. Venture. Jodie Foster. Uh, Stewart. Uh, coming in at number nine, and it's second week with $2.3 million, Jason X. That movie does not rock. <laughs> That's the space I, one, isn't it? Correct. We did that for the queue. Nice. I forget uh, why I watched that movie. I don't even like Freddy movies, and I've seen that one. Jason. Jason, it's All in right, the title. Whatever. whatever, Jason movies. I don't even. I just remember they find him in space, and he comes back, and he like just starts stabbing people, having bone. Yeah, uh, number eight, and it's eighth week with two point three million in some spare change. Ice Age. 
I'm three for three so far. Uh, probably won't for this one. Number seven in its first week with 2.7. Deuce is Wild. It's a Stephen Dorff movie. I can't say I've seen that one. Uh, number six. Funny name, six, though. Funny yeah. name. Number six yeah. in its sixth That's week funny. with 3.1 million. The Rookie. Is that the baseball movie? Correct. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the shit out of that movie. Okay. Uh, number five in its second Oh, that's week. the Dennis Quaid movie. Yes. Yeah, okay. I've definitely seen that movie. That one's supposed to be like very, very good, isn't it? It is very good. It's yeah. based on a true story. It's one of those ones that I remember watching, and then it, it, it was one of those times when you watch a movie that it felt so long that it got really boring. That was when I was watching it for like the first time. I'm like, this is us a slog. And it's like, I don't know what. Joe doesn't um, do biopics. We're also no, no, no. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, like I, the movie's two hours and seven minutes. And to me, that felt like longer than that. Uh, number five in its second week with 3.1 million life or something like it is a Angelina Jolie, Edward Burns movie. I've not seen that one. I, I'm doing I, bad on O2. Uh, yeah, which four. ones have oh wow like none of them you haven't seen Nine ice age J- well yeah no i've seen ice age what about jason x no oh, what was okay. the first was number 10 panic room you haven't seen panic room no i need to because i'm a big i've seen like every other david fincher you movie. haven't seen panic room no, yeah i haven't <laughs> Uh, number three, other David Fincher movie, I think I've seen. <laughs> there it is. Uh, and number four in its third week with 3.6 million murder by numbers as a Sandra Bullock Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, I haven't seen that, but that fucking tell me those two are in that movie and I want to see it. Yeah, like some uh, they're, they're in it. Uh, number three in its fourth week with 5.3 million changing lanes. Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, uh, Sam Jackson. A road rage movie that goes out of hand for some. I I remember seeing the trailer drastically to be like, what is it? Sam Jackson or Ben Affleck? One of the two. Like they like start like screwing the other one over drastically, like emptying out their bank account somehow over like getting cut off on in the. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. Dude, you've sold me on wanting to see that movie though. That sounds awesome. It's on. Yeah. So. Um. Then number two in its third week with nine million, The Scorpion King. Hell yeah, I've seen the shit out of that movie. Yeah, Talk about bad CG. And then coming in at number one with a hundred and fourteen million dollars <laughs> in its first Jesus week. Christ. Uh Spider Man. Spider Man. That's because like the two towers was gonna come out in five months. <laughs> Let's go to the ratings. IMDB gave Spider Man a seven point four out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomato, all critics 90, Jeez. top critics 86, audience 67. So before we uh, shoot our glaze, we're going to be ranking Gross. some. Uh, we're going to be ranking them as we're going to be ranking <laughs> the Toby, the Spidey, the Batty villain and movie. So let's start off with the Toby. I think the I think the audience knows that baddie means villain. I don't think we need to say villain. Oh, oh, okay. You're just Bat- not gonna fucking let that go, are you? <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 let it go for next movie. Okay, Keith. Please. My Toby well, as they, is as gonna they go continue. to Toby crying over his dead grandfather. 
because the face he makes on it is just so bad. I, 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 I'm just going to bring it up now because I have a, a bad meme I've seen. And it's like, um, how do, it's like describing it's just like, memes over a podcast is probably the best like media. Yeah, I think that. it is. Well, it's a jo- it's more <laughs> of a joke. It's more like a, you know, you know, why are you that way? And who did touch who who touched you to be that <laughs> way? And then you just hear who did this to you? And then you just hear that's my uncle. <laughs> 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 oh, All right, my toe. Get in it. All right, Ricky's is that your Toby? toe. No. Ricky's Tobe is him crying. Okay, Keith. My Toby is him catching the food on the cafeteria tray. Oh God, Keith! Which you're I gonna love the third one. <laughs> catching you're food. Love I... the third one. I don't. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen those myths about the, the tray scene about how like he, it. I know it's string wire and stuff like that, but like there, there was like the rumors of like no, they were they they tried to do a couple of shots of him trying to catch the food. And it I'm just, sure for fun they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, what should be my Toby? Um, hmm. That's not my problem. <laughs> oh, no, like, his line delivery is so yeah. cringe. <laughs> but I mean, it kind uh, of fits though. Some shitty high schooler just trying to like be like a douchebag back to this douchey promoter. Like by it, the way, it would always come across cringe. By the way, buying a car for three thousand dollars. Come on now. Dude, like, and it's like a sports car too. Like, come on. You just see the prices like a fucking brand new Ferrari would have cost like 65k. I'm like, that's what I paid for almost on my fucking Tacoma. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just fucking what mid-range cars cost now. Yeah, yeah you can get a three thousand dollar car, but it's one wheel working it's a and then shit make, box yeah. that'll last you about a week. It's yeah. a cult. <laughs> yeah, you got to pray that it will turn on. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to see like the spi- the prices. Like, uh, you gonna you gotta spend three minutes with Bonesaw, or he goes two minutes and ten seconds or something. He's like, you get a hundred bucks, dude. I would fucking spend three minutes with Bonesaw for three k nowadays, though. Three k, three k. I would climb the cage and just stay on the cage. Like that's all you got to do. Spend three minutes. All right, just waste Couldn't the he time. Climb the cage too. He did. he did, but then he started doing moonsaults and then decided, like, I'm just going to spiderweb you and kill you, basically. Although, he's not going to, like... I, I feel like I'd get my ass kicked for $3,000. Oh, easily. Easily. For but 30 I'm minutes? Saying, I would just cl- climb the also, cage Also, very funny that around. they were doing, like, fake wrestling as real wrestling, apparently, in this Spider-Man universe. <laughs> right? It's like, hey, you want me to, like, try to do some stunts for three minutes and just, like, not too good at it? <laughs> like, not be convincing? Yeah. <laughs> Who's taking on Bonesaw? Ooh, three minutes. Bonesaw three is minutes. ready. Three minutes. Uh, what's your guys' Spidey? This is the power. No, sure. No, you Keith, got, it's you're the, the fucking one villains. Ricky. <laughs> Be nice. No. <laughs> you're angering me with your fucking takes on everything right now. <laughs> The Spidey, Keith. Catching the food on the cafeteria tray. That, <laughs> that is the Parker. Yeah, but that is technically a spider Fine, power. Fucking cop out. Uh, mine's going to be the sense to then do the backflip to not get stabbed in the back by the sled. 
Actually, no, um, for real though, that was pretty good. Uh, by the way, uh, William Defoe already left for doing another movie, so if you catch it, he has a different hairstyle. Can we talk about the fact that the way William Defoe died though was to get stabbed right above his cock? Yeah, <laughs> that, was, so, like, that was... was so low. I remember, and that's like, wasn't Peter just gonna sit there anyways the whole time and have that like thing puncture him in the back? Like, wasn't Peter gonna get stabbed anyways? Remember, th- there was a flaw in that plan. Well, no, it's like even if it flew through Parker, wasn't it still gonna stab Defoe? That one, yeah. What yeah, was what was killed. Defoe's plan? That's what was. like yeah. he was just always gonna get stabbed. Yeah, he would have got whiplashed, maybe not as bad as yeah. he thought he would. But seriously, how did Defoe go from standing on the ground to like something was gonna stab Spider-Man in the back to it stabbing him right above his cock? Yeah, poor guy. I guess uh, maybe my talk, Michael like, Bay the excitement like got hard, <laughs> so it pushed him up in the air a little bit. <laughs> Uh, my my Spidey is him spider webbing Uncle Ben, being able to fly New York. Uh, what's your baddie villain moment? We're ranking bad guys for the tr- trilogy. Yeah, but we can okay. still talk about a good like yeah. moment for the baddie in the film. Yeah, we know it's Green Goblin. Uh, talking to the mask for me—that's the scariest. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, just the attack on the tower. I mean, he murdered an entire board, just like vaporized them. Yeah. Like, that I created, I started it. Are you going to kick me out? I'm just going to. I just love the away. line he dropped of, like, you're going to get rid of me. Bam, you're all dust. Cuts. That was pretty murdery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, you know, basically, uh, <laughs> if there was an MVP, Defoe would be my MVP, by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, easy. easily. Um, this no, movie the, and the next movie are carried by their villains. Like it's Doc Ock in the next on one the is going to be fucking MVP. great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's it's like that crazy thing of like how they made him so delusional or crazy. Like when when the the Thanksgiving meal and be like he hears the drip of blood hit and she's like, like okay. Well, yeah, his fucking he's a superhuman at this point. Like, you got to remember the fact that, like, he didn't just go crazy from that miss. Like, he got, like, super strength and, like, super agility. Like, remember, when he gets that first stuff, he starts jumping across the room when he strangles that dude out. Yeah. Uh, So then, since we're doing movie, at the moment, it's Spider-Man 1. <clears throat> 213, calling it now. What? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Keith has to say about that. Well, fucking three is going to become Keith's favorite movie ever. Keith is going to be number one. I tell you what. I'm just going to be silent the entire movie, just with like a tissue up on my face. (laughs) Just my God, it's cinematic brilliance. (laughs) You're the uh, Danny DeVito meme of I finally get it. (laughs) So let's let's uh, shoot our webs into some glaze glazing. Maybe we'll catch some flies, eh, boys? Hey. I'm so high, I can glaze heaven. I am so high, I can glaze heaven. Whoa, but heaven, no heaven can't glaze me. And they say that a hero can glaze us, 
I'm not gonna stand here and wait. I'll be on the wings of an eagle. Watch as we all glaze away. Wow. I'm shook. <laughs> it was me and standing on top of a mountain, just listening to that song, watching the webs fly. Someone told me Glaze would all save us. But how can that be? Look what Glaze gave us. A world full of killing and blood spilling. The world never came. And they say that a hero can glaze us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. I'm on the wings of an eagle. Watch as we all glaze away. I, so I so begun, what do you give it? What do you give it? I began my riff too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I thought you made it better that you did. <laughs> I should have I was like looking at my watch for everybody listening. <laughs> Oh, who's up? One of you guys. Go ahead. All right. I'll go. Okay. I got my number. It was um, not terribly fun to watch. Two stars. Damn. I went three and a half. I enjoyed it. Hang on. I just want my pre-glaze. <laughs> no, uh, I'll give it a three. That brings Spider-Man in at a 2.83. Uh, Perfectly fine. <laughs> I glaze, I pre-glazed at three and a half. Keith, you pre-glazed at three and a half. And Rick, you did four and a quarter. So we're going to pre-glaze for Spider-Man 2. What you boys giving it? I'm shooting my wad again. Four and a half. Spider-Man 2 fucking slaps. Three, seven, four. Three seven five. I will just stick with three. Because I don't see it. We'll find out next time. As next week here on Fake Movie Experts, we will be discussing Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. So uh here comes Spider-Man. But you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We find everything that we do for you you can find us all on the social medias uh, on facebook twitter and instagram at no so entertainment or no so ent you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast keith i need you to remember with great power 